Good morning. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for another day that you've woken us up, that we get to enjoy this beautiful world. Uh, Please come and join us as we read. Help us to learn something. Help us to be a blessing to someone else. Amen. That was bullet points. Perfect. (laughs) Immature marriages are productive of a vast amount of the evils that exist today. Neither physical health nor mental vigor is promoted by a marriage that is entered on too early in life. Upon this subject, altogether too little reason is exercised. Many youth act from impulse, this step which affects them seriously for good or ill, to be a lifelong blessing or curse, is too often taken hastily under the impulse of sentiment. Many will not listen to reason or instruction from a Christian point of view. Satan is constantly busy to hurry inexperienced youth into a marriage alliance. But the less we glory in the marriages which are now taking place, the better. In consequence of hasty marriages, even among the professed people of God, there is separation, divorce, and great confusion in the church. What a contrast between the course of Isaac and that pursued by the youth of our times, even among professed Christians. Young people too often feel that the bestowal of their affections is a matter in which self alone should be consulted, a matter that neither God nor their parents should in, should in any wise control. Long before they have reached manhood or womanhood, they think themselves competent to make their own choice without the aid of their parents. A few years of married life were usually sufficient to show them their error, often too late to prevent its baleful results. For the same lack of wisdom and self-control that dictated the hasty choice is permitted to aggravate the evil until the marriage relation becomes a galling yoke. Many have thus wrecked their happiness in this life and their hope of the life to come. Wow. I think the, 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 the thing that stands out to me the most is that paragraph that you read satan is constantly busy to hurry inexperienced youth into the marriage alliance but the less we glory in the marriages which are now taking place the better and and the thing is is i I, i'm kind of sounding like a broken record with this whole toolbox this tool in, in in a toolbox of gods or satans but the thing is is that that is what is so powerful i don't want to be patting us on the back and saying of this devotional that we're doing, but the potential power that, that, we this, could have. that we can have. And like you were mentioning, the benefit that it's had in our relationship yeah. alone ha- has been astronomical. Yeah, I feel like this is really helping us um, know what we want and understand things more. Right. And, stuff. and, and the thing is, is that the the opportunity that there is when we are connected with God mm-hmm. and we're sharing God's guidance and his and his wisdom about relationships it takes that potential tool that Satan could use mm-hmm. and, and puts it, it to and puts side. it back in God into God's toolbox mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I think is important again she's talking about here that <clears throat> where kids are not taking parents' advice and, um, you know, without the aid of their parents, a few years of married life are hugely sufficient to show them their error. Um, I feel like within a few years of marriage, most young people probably would have had kids and now it's 
now you're affecting the children that you just had with this person that you're now not supposed to be with. Many have thus wrecked their happiness in this life and their hope of the life to come. Mm -hmm. Ellen White so often talks about how marriage affects the life we have here on earth and the life that we can have in the future. Mm -hmm. In other words, the person that we marry is going to, not may, is going to affect whether or not we're saved. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of scary because when you look at it, you can look at it from both sides. The person I marry is going to affect how, whether or not I am saved. Mm -hmm. It's also going to affect the person that I marry, whether or not my choices, the, who the person I am is going to affect whether or not they're saved. And it makes you go, ooh, um, I think I need to talk to somebody else who's been down this road, who's got wisdom, who who is connected with God. That's mm -hmm. the, the key. That's the important part. That's the important part is you have to be talking to parents who are God-fearing parents. Mm -hmm. If you're a God-fearing person and your parents aren't God-fearing, you need to find somebody else. Yeah, just like Isaac, um, he trusted, it says he trusted his God-fearing servant. He didn't just trust any of his servants. Well, he trusted his father. His father. Who trusted his God-fearing servant. Yeah. So, and yeah, and that's the thing is, is that, is that, that, that need for God-fearing. If your parents yeah. aren't God-fearing, they aren't going to guide you. The way that, the, the way that God they should. wants you to be guided. Right. Yeah. And so, again, we need, we have to make sure that the person that we're going to marry is going to be that person that helps us mm -hmm. to become that ultimate tool yeah. in the toolbox. You know, here's a funny little thing, okay. So, I think we've mentioned it in the past. Um, we've been working on Rachel's Mustang, and we've got to replace the engine in it. Wah, so, wah, wah. Yeah, I know. I'm very upset. <laughs> um, hey, it's going to be better when we're done. So, I had to go and buy some tools to be able to do it because I didn't have all of the ones that I needed. And so, when you think about it, what do I mean when I say a tool in God's toolbox? If we're God-fearing people, we're already a tool in God's toolbox. Yeah. But some tools have to be put together in order for them to be useful. Yeah. I can have a ratchet. It can be the best ratchet that money can buy. You but if I don't have, have sockets socket. to go with yeah. it, it's useless. <laughs> if I don't have the extensions that I need to be able to reach mm -hmm. that bolt that I've got to get undone, that socket and that ratchet are useless. Yeah, or you need those those sockets that pivot and they're not straight. Right. Little the little uh, um, yeah the uh, yeah, you know everyone knows what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I, I can't remember what they're called right now. Yeah. But that's the thing. That is what, and he, and here's another thing. Okay, if I'm trying to take a bolt off mm -hmm. that is a, a a three quarter inch bolt, and I'm trying to use a five eighths socket. Or a, a, well, I'm, the size of the socket I'm, that you like use. Numbers. If you're not using the right size, you aren't going to be doing anything. Yeah. And so it, that's where it comes down to the perfect match yeah. that God needs for you when you are paired with, with the, the right, right person. person. I, f I feel like the two of us are, I think we're a really good pair because, like, I... 
I started coming back to church not that long ago. It's been a year and a half. And after I met you, like, you've been pushing me more and more to be closer to God. And you've expressed the same thing for me that... Like you, pr- you push me to be closer to God. Yeah, we're pushing each other to be closer to God. It's not like we're both... It's not like I'm pushing you like, oh, let's let's not pray right now. Like, we're not preventing each other from going to church and right. worshiping. We're encouraging each other and we're holding each other accountable for our actions. And, and that's the biggest thing. And also, the trust that you have in your potential spouse mm-hmm. to hold you accountable. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they may want to hold you accountable to something that isn't really necessary. Mm -hmm. And you have to be willing to take that accountability when they say, hey, you're screwing up over here. Mm -hmm. You've got to be, oh, okay, I didn't realize that. Thank you. Um, And that's something that we've talked about where you've held me accountable, I've held you accountable, and I'm just like, Oh, yeah. thank you. I didn't realize that about myself. Yeah. Let me work on that. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is that's when you can become that powerful tool for God that then can be useful to God in mm-hmm. his toolbox. He can then come to his toolbox and says, hey, Rachel and Charles, I need you to do this because mm-hmm. I know you are the perfect fit for this and mm-hmm. you're the only one that can actually can yeah. can can do this project whatever it is. Yeah. Let's pray. Okay. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you for allowing us to be in your toolbox. Allowing us to be that powerful couple that can do your work. And we ask that you guide and direct us that you show us the path that you want us to take the path that will guide and direct us closer to you and draw others to you as well. That's what the command that you have given us. Go ye into all the world preaching the gospel, making disciples. I just kind of mixed two verses in the Bible. (laughs) Um, We just want to thank you for the guidance that you've given us in Ellen White's book. And I ask that you help us to implement them in our life so that we can be powerful. We thank you. Give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for today to combat the challenges that we will face. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.